0: hello and welcome to my neurodivergent mind i'm your host noelle and today we're talking about my stutter as you can tell i'm not stuttering right now so let's dive into why when and how i stutter so i've always had anxiety issues and (laughs) uh overstimulation issues just general shyness and awkwardness, and that really just ties into my stuttering issues, because as you can tell, it's not a speech impediment. I don't stutter the way people who have that sort of speech impediment do. It's like a once or twice a day thing that just happens when I'm really anxious or overstimulated and it's it's common enough where i feel comfortable calling like saying that i have a stutter i just wouldn't say that i have a speech impediment or well i wouldn't say that i have a stutter just that i stutter very often so anxiety I just generally, I think I have some sort of anxiety disorder. So that impacts uh, me feeling unprepared, um, stage fright, like being nervous during presentations. Just general like fear and shyness that gets me all in my head and has me slipping up on words and stuttering and getting stuck all in my head. And sometimes it's just plain not thinking ahead where I just didn't figure out what I was going to say before I started talking and then the words just aren't coming out right or they're not coming out at all and it's like it's stuck in my mouth. There's also when I'm dissociating that ties into a few other subsections like if I'm overstimulated Where there's just so much sensory shit going on. Where it's like, there's so many visual stimulations, uh, audio, like, smell, uh, physical sensations, and I'm just completely overwhelmed. It's distracting and hard for me to focus on the words I'm saying. And so sometimes I'll also end up dissociating. Where I, like, space out while I'm talking and disconnect myself from the situation. And that can also cause me to stutter. And basically, any, like, extreme emotion I'm feeling, uh, that impacts my stuttering. Where if I'm feeling really upset or heated about something, then I'll be really, like then I'll be fumbling over my words. Or if I'm really excited or flustered about something, then I'll slip up and I'll get all caught up. And if I'm just nervous, then the words won't come out right. My mouth doesn't work. You know, it's just a natural response for me. Like, during presentations ever since elementary school, all through even this year, still stutter, have always stuttered, have always stuttered during presentations. I can never get through a, like a solid sentence while presenting without stuttering. I just get so in my head about it, and it's just my body's natural response. Like, doubting myself, getting all in my head and anxious. Like, that contributes to my voice not catching up. Where the anxiety holds my voice back and holds the words back. Or it's like, I'm not certain in what I'm saying or I'm not confident. And so, I say things wrong. And then... Another thing I'm sure quite a few people can relate to is when you got a crush, you know, (laughs) everyone can relate to, you know, say you're intimidated by the person you like because it's like, oh my gosh, this is a fantasy, it's a crush. You put them on a pedestal, you're intimidated by them. You're scared that you're going to say something stupid. You're just generally shy or you've said awkward stuff before so you don't want to do that again, or you're just an awkward person. All of that has happened to me at one point. And I'm so scared that I'm just going to stutter my way through talking to someone. Because I do that a lot when I'm talking to someone I like. That's why I try to keep it to nodding my head yes or no and saying like, short word responses because I don't want to embarrass myself and look like a stuttering idiot who's (laughs) getting all red in the face because they're so embarrassed and I know this isn't painting the best picture but like I get ashamed of it a lot I'm embarrassed by it. I feel so stupid when I stutter sometimes. But it's my body's natural reaction to anxiety. And I can't stop it. I, it's just something that I have to live with. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt anyone else. All it does is require a little patience and self-love. And that's what I'm really working on because at the end of the day, I know that I'm just trying my best and all I need to do is give myself a little patience. And another thing that doesn't happen too often, but uh, under stimulation, when, you know, When all the overwhelming sensory shit is happening, that's overstimulation. But when you're not being, like, sensorily stimulated enough, that's understimulation. Sometimes that can also cause dissociation and uh, stuttering, you know? I don't get understimulated too much, but when I do, it's definitely distracting and hard to focus on the words that are coming out of my mouth. I just, it's so difficult to tell myself that it's okay to stutter. It's not your fault. Because you really just feel like, why couldn't I just say hello? Why couldn't I just say Red? Why couldn't I just say Monaskin, Which is the name of (laughs) my favorite band, which is an Italian rock band. They have quite a few songs in English, but they're from Italy and quite a few of their songs are in Italian. Um, but anyways, yeah, like, I sometimes I'm so scared of sounding stupid and I just get the anxiety gets in my head and fucks with me so much that I just like, I can't say the words. Like, I'm trying to say it and the word won't even start to come out of my mouth. And I'm just sitting there gaping, like with my mouth gaping like a fish. Or I get started on the first letter and I'm just stuck on the first letter of that word and I can't get it out. Or I'm repeating words where it's just repeating the same word over and over and over again. And that usually happens when I'm excited. That is also um, sometimes... A verbal stem of mine. Where I like to repeat words or sentences. When I'm really excited. But. It also happens. When I'm just stuck. It's like a broken record. A lot of the time. And. I just gotta keep reminding myself. You just gotta keep reminding yourself. That. It's not your fault it's the product of your circumstances, it's your mind fucking with you, and your voice not working because your brain is all fucked up because your anxiety tells it that something's wrong. You know, that was so confusing. I'm not good at saying things right, (laughs) in case you hadn't noticed. But yeah, all it requires is a little bit of patience and self-love which is hard for a lot of people it's hard for me just this year really I've started to actually notice that I don't hate myself as much as I used to and I'm really getting better at being understanding and caring towards myself I just got to try and try to ever so slightly just next time say one nice thing about yourself uh, that has to do with your stutter you know just in your head to yourself just think I don't know I like the way it sounds when I stutter this word or that was pretty funny actually that wasn't that embarrassing or I really like that nobody said anything about it because one thing oh my gosh if you stutter you will totally relate to this when people finish your sentences or start mocking you or you know finish your words and shit, whatever you're saying they finish it for you because you're stuck like when people do that it feels so condescending or like they're impatient and like i'm a burden like you're not helping me with your whole like white knight savior thing like I can say the word just give me time be patient I'm not wasting your time by stuttering just let me get the words out and then we'll continue the conversation just like how any conversation is you wait for me to finish speaking and then you speak You don't have to interrupt what I'm saying to finish my thought. Which, I mean, even when you're not stuttering, some people have issues with that. I have issues with that. But that's something I'm working on. That's something everyone should be working on. But it's just so condescending and hurtful to know that someone thinks you're wasting their time because of something you can't control. Where they see you're... They see your stutter as something that's getting in the way and something that they can help you with. And I was like, you can't help me with that. You just need to be patient with me. That's, at the end of the day, I think what that's what I want. And I think that's what other people with stutters would like. But I don't speak for... Everyone who stutters. And. Back to. The second point. Which I believe was. When they mock it. That might have been the first point. I don't know. Fuck off. I don't know (laughs) what order I was in. I'm just rambling here really. I have like a light script. That I'm slightly following. I mean it's working out good. I'm pretty proud of this. But anyways. When they mock it. Even if, like, okay. I have a boyfriend. He's absolutely perfect. I love him so much. And he is so sweet. But he used to mock my stutter. When I would stutter around him, uh, he would finish what I was saying for me. Or he would mock it. And... I would show him that I was upset by it by not laughing and being cold towards him. But I didn't ever communicate that it upset me because I felt embarrassed that it upset me. I felt like, he's a nice person. He doesn't mean it. I'm sure if I just ignore it and seem upset, he'll know that I'm actually upset. And eventually he caught on. But later I realized, that's not a healthy way to communicate that you don't want someone to be doing something. So I told him, even though he had stopped, I said, hey, by the way, just being honest here, I really didn't like it when you mocked my stutter. I'm glad that you stopped, and I'm sorry, I should have communicated this to you sooner, instead of just ignoring it. And giving you hints. Because he's not the great at um, processing hints. And giving people dumb little cryptic hints. Instead of communicating as straightforward as you can. That's not how you function healthily. That's not how you have a conversation with someone you care about. To show them that they're hurting you. Or they're making you feel bad and othered. And... I communicated him to that and he was apologetic and he realized he had realized that what he was doing was shitty already but like it just felt so nice to actually like, communicate that to him and let him know how that made me feel and for him to not do it anymore people close to me don't mock my stutter. I am really proud to have surrounded myself with people who don't make fun of me for my differences. And who will understand when I let them know when something makes me feel bad. And will change their actions to be a better person to me. In Not like in my eyes, but like to be better towards me. Like, that's all I want, and I'm really proud to have been able to create that for myself and to stand up for myself in situations like that, because when you're standing in front of a class and you have this whole script that you definitely haven't memorized, and you've got to talk about some fucking random plant that you were forced to learn about in plant science and you've got to present it to the whole class with your group and everyone's looking at you and you immediately start the sentence off with your stutter. You just feel awful. It's nice to have in your personal life the power of, I know the people who I care about care about me enough to not hurt me like that it's really a lovely thing just to have that information and to know at the end of the day if people laugh at me if people stare at me or giggle or whisper when I stutter or if they mock it or if they finish my sentence fuck them Why do I care about what they think? I don't care about what they think. They're a fucking bitch. And they should mind their own fucking business. And stop hating on people for being themselves. I can't control it. You mind your business. And at the end of the day, I know that the people who I want in my life. And who want me in their lives. Would never do that to me. And if they did. And didn't know that it was hurtful and I communicate that to to them, I know immediately that they would stop and change their behaviors because they care about me. And that is all I need. Literally hundreds of people could be laughing at me for stuttering on the word, uh, like, seaside. I'm just stuck at it. Can't get it out of my mouth. And hundreds of people could be laughing at me. I might cry. I might feel bad about it and embarrassed in the moment. But when I get home and I tell the people I care about about it, I know they're going to be there for me and comfort me. And I know that they would never do that to me. And I will feel infinitely better. And I'll fucking forget about that past thing. Because in the end, who are those people? Why do I care about what they think? I don't. They're fucking irrelevant. And the people who care about me have my back. That is really the point of accepting a stutter. Have patience with yourself. Foster confidence and self-respect. And ignore the fucking... (laughs) Shitty behavior of random strangers around you and really focus on the people who care about you and know and surround yourself with people who you know won't disrespect you like that that's really the best advice I can offer and that's advice that I still haven't perfected I'm trying and I'm doing good but everyone struggles nobody's perfect and Being this, like, amazing self-care wizard. (laughs) I'm sure not. But I'm trying and I'm getting better every day. I'm accepting of it every day a little more. And I'm proud that (laughs) sometimes I can't say words. And sometimes it takes me five whole minutes to think of a word or get a word out. Obviously not five whole minutes, but you get it. You know, it takes a while. And I care about myself enough to try. To try for myself. You know, just put effort into caring about myself and accepting myself. And I think that's what everyone else should do. Doesn't matter what the fuck your difference is. You... Do whatever makes you feel confident in your stutter. Okay, so I think that's going to be the end of this episode. And join me, gosh, next week for um, episode two, which will be on hyperfixations. So, and it's going to, obviously, this podcast is centered around me and my glorious... Um, (laughs) in my glorious glory I don't know just because I'm such an amazing interesting person no just (laughs) just because I don't know that's the experiences I know I know my experiences with things and I hope some people can relate whether you're a junior in high school like me or a fucking middle schooler or I don't know college student fucking adult, who cares? As long as someone can relate to my journey and as long as people want to hear me grow grow throughout my life and figure out my neurodivergence. So, join me next episode where we will be talking about my hyperfixations and how and why they happen and what they've been and what they are. Goodbye!